Hey, what's up? It's your boy, Tay Dudat. Um, this is Bear With Me, episode two. And it's just about action, man. A um, little bit about me, again, if you guys didn't see the first episode, is from L.A. originally. Um, been in the military for about eight years. Coming up on nine years, man. Time really, really flies. And... Um, I guess this episode is just going to be about action and about less talking, less walk, uh, watching videos on people. After a while, um, you just have to jump into whatever you're passionate about. Like, how many how many different speeches do you have to watch? How many other people do you have to uh, see that are successful before you actually try to dip your toe into something and just actually go for it. And um, that's the phase that I'm in right now. And I can say that it is very, very exciting. Um, I'm launching a YouTube channel or the YouTube channel is launched. It's not even past tense anymore. The YouTube channel is launched. Um, right now, it's mostly just about making everything, just getting better, improving. Um, I follow somebody named Roberto Blake. He's on YouTube and he's super, super dope. Um, he gives us out a lot of free information and just really cool, really cool links, really cool everything. He's such an open book and I really respect that, you know, oftentimes, you know, people, you'll see them doing a lot of stuff and it can be uh, pretty overwhelming. It can be very intimidating, I would say. And, you know. Uh, for myself, it was just a matter of like, okay, how much information do you need, dude? Like, when are you actually going to jump in and actually do something with it? And that's what I'm doing right now. I don't really know everything. I'm kind of going at it just with my heart and with the passion of I want this to be something. I know what I want. And the only way to actually go out and get it is to just start it and do it. And that's where I'm at right now. Every day, I've just been trying to take steps towards my goals. And um, it's super exciting. Um, but anyway, um, let's see. What am I up to these days? Right now, I am playing a game on the PS4 Pro. I'm a huge gamer. Um, I love video games. Some people just see it as a mindless hobby. I kind of see it as uh, it's just... It's very relaxing. It can be very challenging. And the state that video games are in is just very cool to me. Like, um, besides microtransactions, but that's just a negative. I'm not going to really go fully into that. But I feel like the stories are really improving. The gameplay is amazing. The graphics, all that stuff is just coming to a head right now. And we're just at a very interesting place. It's probably my favorite medium of entertainment. Um, I don't know, video games, movies, um, and music. Like, I don't know which order that goes in in a particular day. Sometimes I don't want to do two out of the three. Sometimes I don't even want to do three out of the three. You know what I mean? But um, I usually find uh, the time to t- uh, turn on my PlayStation. And uh, I, like I said at the start of my podcast, is I, um, I, I started my YouTube channel and I started... Uh, basically putting out my live streams and everything like that. I want to, I'm going to get to doing reviews and just my take on a lot of like the video game industry. And um, I'm super excited for Red Dead Redemption 2. 
I think that comes out on the 26th. I probably won't be able to play it immediately because uh, I'm in the process of moving from Japan and actually moving to Germany. And there's just a lot going on right now. So um, I think by the time that comes out, I'll probably be moved out of my place and I'll be in a hotel for a while. And everybody knows how the internet is in hotels. It's not really the best. Right now, I have really good internet. Um, but like I said, I, I won't have it. Uh, while I'm actually away. But once I get my hands on that game, I'm really looking forward to putting out some content on that because I feel like that game is just, I mean, it's made by Rockstar, Rockstar, and they typically make some of the most realistic worlds and some of the best gameplay that can just, you pretty much, uh, I don't know, you could pretty much do whatever you want in them. Like they're probably the godfathers of open world games and, I'm beyond excited for that. You know, some people might not like the Western feel of it, but I'm kind of looking forward to that, you know, to just to explore that world and see what they've created. A lot of the reviews I've seen or previews I've seen, some of the, you know, main video game commentary like IGN, GameSpot, Game Informer, um, they have actually, uh, they've gotten to play a few hours of it and everything that they are talking about sounds super amazing. Like, uh, just like the the little subtle details that Rockstar is known for that a lot of studios can't pull off. Um, I'm I'm just really looking forward to, you know, those those emerging events, as they say, like, you know, emergent gameplay, you know, gameplay that basically it just happens because the world is just that realistic. It's not planned. It's not scripted. It's emergent, like they're saying. And. Um, I really like that style of game um, and combine that if it has a strong story and actual gameplay elements, then uh, I'll be super excited about that. Uh, so we'll see what happens with that. Also like that you can switch between third person and first person mode. Um, I think that's really awesome that they did that. And if the game is as beautiful as it looks on all the previews that I've seen, as well as um you know, just everything, all the all the content. I'm absorbing as much content as I can on this game. It's it's gonna be super dope. Um, it also like you don't really like to compare games because you don't know how this engine is running, like how much they're pushing. You know, um, this engine, that engine. But another game I'm really excited for is Cyberpunk 2077. But the reason I brought that game up when, when thinking about Red Dead Redemption 2 is the fact that they're not going to allow you to switch between third person and first person in that. Like the the gameplay is first person the whole way. And for me, I know some people like it. And, uh, you know, the example that uh, CD Projekt Red gave on that game was the fact that um, they're saying that first person allows you to feel more more immersed in the world. And I don't necessarily believe that. I think that when I play a third person view, like uh, it kind of immerses me a lot more because I can see my character, you know, I can really take in the world. But for the first person, it just feels like everything is first person. It feels like it's right in my face. And I don't necessarily like to play RPG games like that. Like I like to see my character, you know, I, I, that's, that's just what I enjoy, you know. And I don't even know when that game's going to come out. They've been working on it for years, but I hope that it comes out next year. Um, I hope the rumors are not true and it's going to be like a cross-generation game. Like, 
just get the game out. You guys have been teasing this game forever, and I'm just kind of anxious to see, you know, what the game is like. Hopefully it lives up to the hype. So, yeah, um, but that's Rockstar, again, holding their, uh, <coughs> excuse me, the level of games up to a higher standard. And, you know, the excuse, uh, I'm not really going to call it excuse, but the explanation they gave, gave for it after seeing how uh, Rockstar's game looks and they allow both modes and they took the time to do both. I just don't buy what CD Projekt Red is saying. I just I, I just personally don't buy it. You guys out there can, you know, believe it, buy it, whatever you think, but I just don't. Um, but yeah, definitely looking forward to Red Dead Redemption 2. I'm playing this filler game, uh, Tomb Raider. I don't even remember the name. That's sad. Uh, Shadow of the Tomb Raider. I, it's okay so far. I mean, it's like <laughs> it's trying to be an open world game, but they don't quite go all the way. So it's kind of like stuck in this weird uh, purgatory, like in between. Like, is it an open world? Is it, it, it just, I hate when games do open worlds just for the sake of doing an open world. Like, if you're not actually, uh, like, I don't know, if you're not actually going to go all the way with the open world, why even do it? Like, just, it just feels empty. Like, there's little animals here and there. I'm only a few hours in and I'm already feeling like this, like, I truly don't know if I'm going to finish this game, but I'm going to keep putting out content because it's pretty much the only game I have to play right now. I've beaten Spider-Man. Spider-Man was really amazing. I know some uh, DLC is going to be coming out on that pretty soon. So I'll check out the reviews on that one and then I'll, I'll decide whether or not I'm going to get it. I don't necessarily always get DLC, but, you know, we'll see what happens with that. Um Spider-Man was a really good game. It went by kind of quick, quicker than I thought it was, but, you know, it's really good for the first try. Um, but, yeah, I think uh, what what else comes out? Call of Duty, I feel like it's coming out really soon. I'm I'm excited for that, you know. I'm a, I'm a Call of Duty player, you know. Uh, like a lot of people, I kind of agree that World War II kind of ran out of content fast, and I hate that with the Call of Duty games, like, they don't bring a lot of content at the beginning or even the middle, but towards the end of the lifespan of that game, they want to start releasing all this content. And it's like, you guys didn't really have a lot of levels to begin with. So how about adding more levels to the beginning of the game? Again, I know I'm probably asking too much because it'll cut into their sales and everything like that. But how about adding more content and uh, guns and levels and all this stuff to the beginning of the game? Like, I shouldn't have more levels than a Nintendo 64 game. One of my favorite shooters of all time uh, was Perfect Dark. And I felt like that had more levels back then than a Call of Duty game does now. I don't I don't understand it. It's not like they're switching the engine up every time or anything like that. So why is it so hard to like release levels? I know you're trying to milk the player for all their worth with DLC. And we'll see if they bring microtransactions to Blackout and everything of that nature. But... I don't know, man. Uh, well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna see. I've already pre-ordered the game I, because I wanted to play the beta, so they already 
psychologically, they already got me for my money. So I'm going to have to play the game and I'm going to really give my honest review, probably do some live gameplay on that because I don't really have any shooters that I'm playing right now, right now. Um, Battlefield, I'm not looking forward to that one, really. It's just, again, not a lot of levels. It's, I don't know. I need something new, man. I need a new idea. These military shooters, I don't know if I'm necessarily feeling the military shooters, but I don't know. I always think, like, with the shooting genre, like, why doesn't somebody come back with a GoldenEye game, except modern, like, why doesn't somebody make a first-person shooter that's like a spy thriller or something like that? Why does everybody have to make the same type of, you know, shooting game like every year? I understand that the, the you know, gravitas of that title. I couldn't think of a better word. Whatever. <coughs> but, <coughs> excuse me. <clears throat> I just always feel like, why? why is it that Everybody has to do like the same style of game. Yeah, your game could be, or I think I, I, all right, I'm, I like military shooters like the next person. I want something new, basically. Um, if you're going to make a military shooter, I don't think that Battlefield, the Battlefield series, they should have went from World War One to World War Two. Like, come on, man. I, I was, I was hoping if they were going to stick with that style of shooter, military style, why not just, um, whatchamacallit, I would have preferred the Vietnam era because it's not quite modern now, but, you know, you still have helicopters. You have more stuff getting more close to the times that we have now, but it's not quite there. You just have more stuff. I wish they would have touched on, like, the Vietnam era or just make something up. Like, why do they keep having to stick to these realistic time frames? Like, and they're not even necessarily doing it fully. That's why they got so much backlash with Battlefield. And I'm just like, why 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 do they actually I don't I don't know. If you're gonna go realistic, go full realism full realism. Don't play with history. You pissed a lot of people off. You know, the SJWs as they like to call them, they were very mad and they probably don't even play games to begin with, but it is what it is. Um but they were super pissed off about the game and I don't know. That's that's a that's a different subject for a different day. I don't only cover video games, but you know, I love video games, technology. I love a little bit of everything. So with my podcast, right now I'm filling it out, finding my voice and everything, and uh, I'm gonna keep putting out content, man. This this I, I I have so many different interests, and I'm not afraid to talk about any of them, politics, all that other stuff. Um, I'm I'm here to give my opinion because I feel like why not? So many people do it. I feel like I can do it. And this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to keep putting out content, getting better and better, consistent, um, and hearing from people. You know what I mean? This is only the, the beginning. I'm looking forward to improving um, and just touching on a lot of different subjects, man. Uh, just trying to trying to find my voice, like I said. Um, but anyway, what else to talk about? Forza looks great. Forza Horizon, uh, what's it? I almost said Horizon Zero Dawn, but Forza, uh, the Horizon series, always looks pretty cool, but I don't own an Xbox. And I am probably not going to own an Xbox at all this generation because I still hold it against them. That that first conference with the Xbox One, 
really uh i was an xbox fan but with the uh always on and all this other stuff that they were implementing i literally was like okay i'm never gonna get an xbox again like you legit lost a fan and i think that's what happened to xbox's generation and they only have like three or four titles that are exclusive that really interest me like they haven't brought anything to the table that is new or and they have so many different studios they've never really realized rares capabilities like i don't know if those same people are there that um when they first acquired the studio from nintendo are still there but why haven't we got a great perfect dark game why i i don't understand that was one of the best shooters ever yet they have not released a new perfect dark game that is any worth it worth anything like perfect dark zero was a major disappointment major disappointment like how are you worse than what they brought to the table on the Nintendo 64. I don't know if that's just the quality of what Nintendo had them, you know, the level that they had them producing at back then, but Perfect Dark was one of the best shooters of all time. And you guys have not had them on the Xbox. You guys have not a game worth a damn, but you haven't had them on the Xbox, Xbox 360 or Xbox One, a proper Perfect Dark game. And that's an IP that's just waiting uh, to be, respected and brought back out yet you guys are always trying to play catch up with sony and i don't understand it like before this i didn't own a ps3 i did not own a i don't think i even owned a playstation 2 many of my brothers may have but i i didn't personally own those i had a playstation but you know i after you know some things went down with that i ended up getting a nintendo a gamecube then an xbox playstation was not on my uh I just didn't like PlayStation, but now I'm just like, what does Xbox have? It's pretty much just like PlayStation, PlayStation dominated. They took this generation over at the beginning of it, and they never let up. And they kept bringing content, better games, and all that. Um, but yeah, you know, we'll see what happens. There's so many games coming out this fall. Like it's Right now, it's the calm before the storm. And... I'm really, really looking forward to all of these games. I don't, I probably, uh, I think everybody is kind of afraid of uh, what Rockstar is about to bring to the table. Battlefield straight up moved out the way. I don't know if that was because they were afraid of what Rockstar had or I don't know. It's just everybody better watch out. Like, I think the fall, winter months are over as far as gaming is concerned. Like, because I feel like I'm only going to be playing Red Dead Redemption. Prime, a lot of my content is probably just going to be Red Dead Redemption uh, until I'm looking forward to Resident Evil 2. That's coming out at a very weird time, but I'm still looking forward to it. The, the, the remaster or update looks amazing. I think it's even beyond a remaster, but I'll touch more on that when I actually can play it or get my hands on it. And hopefully they'll release a demo or a, a beta, as it's known these days, but... Um, I don't know. I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to Anthem. There's so much stuff coming out. My PlayStation is constantly filled up. I don't know if I should put a new two terabyte hard drive in there because my one terabyte just can't. It's okay because usually when I'm done with the game, I'm like done with it forever. So I don't mind it just going into the cloud. It is what it is. Um, but PlayStation is just killing it, man. They've been killing it this whole generation, and they are not going to let up. 
simple as that. And Xbox, I kind of like, I'm looking at what they're doing. I think they're saving everything for the next Xbox. I don't know what it's going to be called. I think the code name is Scarlet, but um, they are definitely gearing up for this next uh, generation of games. And I'm excited to see what that is whenever that is announced. Maybe that'll be announced at E3 next year. Maybe not. I'm thinking all the new systems will probably come out in 2020 because they just want to capitalize it. 2020 just sounds clean for everything. You know what I mean? just sounds like a fresh start, you know, if the world is still here by then. Again, that's another subject for another day. And I cover everything on my podcast, not just video games. But my interest for now, for this particular podcast, is just video games. And I will... Put that in the description and everything so people know, hey, I'm just starting at this, getting comfortable on the microphone. This is what I do, man. I can talk for hours about any different subject or minutes in this case. But yeah, um, this is Bear With Me, episode two. And I appreciate the people that listened and gave it a shot. This is my voice. I'm trying to get better with it. And uh, thanks for sticking with me, man. This is only the beginning. It, It will get better. It will get better, but it's fun. And uh, join me on this journey. Peace.